Thanks for listening to the weekly Overflow Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon by Jesse Cup. For more information, visit overflowindy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy. All right. Last week, we, we were focusing on the power of tongues. And, and we've been doing that. This is going to be my fourth week to talk on the power of tongues. All right? I, I, I want to tell you, I, I saw that my friend, who's also a preacher, post this funny picture. I, I wanted to have it ready for you up there, but I didn't have time for that. It's this dude that's got this probably about a 20, it looks like a 15 or 20 foot board. It's probably like a, like a two by eight board, like 15, 20 feet. And he's trying to fit it into his little SUV, like a crossover. You probably can't even see that, but he's like in a little tiny car. He's trying to fit that thing in there through the hatch and coming out the window on the passenger side. And it's like still sticking out about 12 feet. Like that's not possible, right? And the title says, an actual photo of your pastor trying to cram all the wonderful biblical insight from his studies into a 30-minute sermon. (laughs) That's hilarious. We could also laugh about the 30-minute sermon part. But I, I, four weeks ago, I did that not knowing that's what I was doing. I brought you guys a 20-foot board (laughs) trying to cram it into this little thing. And, uh, and I, I realized way into, my, into that message that I'm going to have to get my saw and cut a portion off of that board, give it to you there. And then I, I came the next week thinking I'm going to wrap it up. I had to cut off another board and give it to you. And it, and it became a series of boards. So I'm hoping I can wrap this up today. I, I also hope that wrapping up a sermon series on speaking in tongues isn't going to mean that you wrap up, you engaging with it full throttle, yeah. all right? Because we're, we're pressing into this. Do you guys remember last week, uh, we, we had a, a time where everybody was praying in tongues for a while, and then we, we, we aimed our prayers at uh, three, three different things, I think, that we wanted to see breakthrough in. One was our sister over here because um, you had a stroke several weeks back, and so we prayed for her. We prayed for Laura Rippey um, through the internet because she's been dealing with, um, with post-COVID stress in her body and everything, and, and, for, and the Cheney family and a few other things. But um, I wanted to tell you that Laura Rippey, who we prayed for, um, she got some amazing breakthrough last week that she was able to look back and know that it literally began the day that we prayed for her. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. So she, she, she got like incredible noticeable breakthrough where before that she was only able to sleep like two to three hours per night. And after that, she started getting six to eight hours of sleep and, and other things like she's getting, she's getting more strength and everything. Um, she still needs more breakthrough, um, but, but we're, we're just believing. I, I just thought that's an amazing testimony of, of the power of this thing, that it literally happened in the moment. That's crazy. I want to I see some hands real quick. Um, 
is there, are there any, is there anybody who else who got breakthrough since we interceded last week in tongues? And it, it can be either the people that we prayed specifically for, or we also prayed specifically um, breakthrough in the homes and, and different things like that. But did anybody else see any noticeable changes since those prayers? You did? Anybody else? You did? Anybody else? You guys did? Come on. You? All right. So you, you did too? Come on. I, I wish that I had time to have you guys come up and share, but uh, unless you want me to cut off about two more boards of this series, I need to get on with this thing. So, but, but that's amazing. Everybody who just raised your hand, just put it up again. It's just a, put it up high. Come on, up high. Just look around and just notice, like, you got some breakthrough too? Come on. That's, and it's, you know, we're not measuring it to say like it's 100%, but the point is something shifted, right? Something shifted. It means it's powerful, all right? It means it works. Thank you, Jesus. I also wanted to see if there's any hands that you put up of anybody who has received your prayer language since we started this series. I want to see your hands on that. I know we got two over here. Anybody else? Any other prayer language? breakthroughs. Come on. That's awesome. Let's celebrate what God did for them. Praise Jesus. And we're believing for more. All right. Believing for more. I also gave you guys a, a one hour tongues prayer challenge. I want to see. And I, and I also, I kind of took the, took the pressure off of you and said, it doesn't have to be exactly 60 minutes. All right. Although sometimes we just need to push through a little farther, but I, I want to just I'll just make it a little more general. How many of you took the, the, the prayer challenge of praying a long period of time in tongues only? All right, put your hands up. That's awesome. Come on, you guys are doing stuff. Good. How, how many of you would say that you noticed something like increased in your spiritual awareness or power or presence? That's awesome. Come on. Praise Jesus. See, this stuff is powerful and it works. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, this morning during the, our prayer time, um, those are always powerful in the, in the room over here, 915. Uh, anybody's welcome to come to that. Um, but I, I wanted to just say, like, this morning while we were praying, I, I felt the Lord say something to me. And I, I feel the permission to say it to you as well. That he, he just said, he said, there's no reason that you should not expect to have a, a great encounter right now, okay? Like we, in our minds, we can, we can presume I deserve an encounter because I spent X amount of hours in prayer or word this week or, or whatever. I, I did these things and it built, it built this place to where God can now do the thing. And, and there is truth in that. That's why I'm giving you guys one hour praying in tongues challenges because we do put ourselves into that and it creates movement and, and momentum in the spirit. But at the same time, uh, we also need to not put limitations on God, okay? Because faith is what really moves God most of the time. Not always. He, he gets moved in other things as well, but faith does move God if it's aimed according to his will. How many of you guys would believe that God desires to encounter you? 
How many of you think that God would like to give you the challenge right now to, to engage your faith to believe that he would actually touch you this very moment? Yeah, well, why don't you stand if you're able then, and let's just do it. Let's just do it. I, I, I thought it might be good for us to take a moment and pray in the Spirit, and I, I want to continue to reiterate, if you don't have a prayer language yet, please don't, don't feel inferior. There's nothing like that going on here, all right? Just, just ask the Holy Spirit to flow and just let him connect with your heart, and you can worship him for a moment. But if you do have a prayer language, by faith, let's engage it right now, and let's do it out loud, let's do it boldly, and, and while you're doing it, just try to connect your awareness to the Holy Spirit within you, flowing, all right? Just, just let that go. Let's go ahead and do it right now. Yeah, just, just connect while you're doing it, do it in faith. Connect your awareness to the Holy Spirit being here. Now, as you're praying, just hear this from the Lord. There's no reason for you to not believe that God will give you an encounter right now. He, he doesn't move on you because you worked hard enough to deserve it. <laughs> he moves on you because he wants to and because you believe it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now just give him a moment to just touch you right now. And believe, but believe that he that he would do such a thing. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> yeah, you're here right now, Lord. Touch each person, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Touch each one of us. Flow, Lord. Flow, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Tongues is more powerful than we understand. It's a powerful gift. Highly underrated. Thank you, Lord. All right, we're going we're gonna to move on. Don't worry, you're going to get another opportunity, <laughs> all right? Unless you get too focused on Shoney's. So let's, let's go ahead and transition, or not transition, we're going to move forward, I'll say. Um, I, 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 love, I love tongues. It's a great gift. Um, it's important. And sometimes my friends and I like to have fun, and, and we like to use the, the text on the phone feature where you can record, like, the voice, 
And then it like tries to interpret everything you say and spell it out for you. And then when you do that and you send it, it's like, it's like Siri is trying to interpret your tongue, right? And it's pretty funny. And so we, we get good laughs off of that. I thought it'd be fun to demonstrate this to you for a second. I got my note app up, and I'm going to do the same method. I'm going to record a tongue, and then we're going to listen to Siri try to interpret this thing for a second, all right? Just for fun. Shanda Rabane Sotore Abakaya, period. Borama Masike Lenlama Shakaya, exclamation mark. Boramana Shikevo Ramana Kaya Tosha, Bonde Shala Kabande, period. In Jesus' name. All right, now, do you guys want to hear Siri's. Hey, Siri. Read my note. I found these items. There were more. But this is as much as I can show. Your note from today, called Siri will try to interpret my tongue, says, Shonda Rabani Satori of Akia, Buramama Sike Lalama Sikia, Bolarama Nazi Cable Ramana Keotosa Bondage Samaka Bunday, in Jesus' name. Do you want to hear the next one? No. Did, I think I heard the word bondage in there. Whoa! That's crazy. Come on. All right. Hey, Siri. Mm -hmm. Do you believe in Jesus? I'm not a person. I don't have a religion. Well, I think you mean no. So, you didn't do a great job of interpreting my tongue. All right? I don't trust that one, except I believe God's breaking bondage. Amen? Come on. All right. Well, that's just fun stuff. Today, if God performs a miracle, I'm going to sum up this series. We're going to get that long board in the car, all right? Let's see if we can make this happen. All right, I, I want to, probably a lot of what I'm going to hit on right now is just going to be some overview summarization, but it's going to come with some challenge and some uh, I just want to push this thing in just a little farther, all right? Um, again, this is my fourth message, so there's a lot of content in weeks one, two, and three. If you didn't hear them, I encourage you to go back and listen, and it might answer some questions if you, if you have any, but here we go. I want, I want to start off by talking about some of the qualities and purposes of speaking in tongues, okay? So the first thing is that, the, that it's the Holy Spirit that's giving utterance in real time. And I, I talked thoroughly on this, but in Acts 2.4, on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came, it says they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So I, I preached thoroughly on that. that, that it's actually, it doesn't say because the Spirit gave them utterance. It says as the Spirit gave them utterance, which means he's actively involved in the very expression of the tongue. It's actually him speaking his language through your tongue. And that's a powerful thought. You literally just heard the Holy Spirit speak through me right now. Literally speaking. I have no idea what he said. I'm not going to take the time to try to interpret it right now because my point 
is staying on track so I don't have to get saw off another fifth board, okay? <laughs> but the point is that this, it's the Spirit giving utterance in real time. It's literally right now he's flowing forth from the tongue, okay? The next thing is that tongues are perfect prayers of powerful intercession. Perfect prayers of powerful intercession. They are, they are praying according to God's will. When you're praying, you're praying perfect prayers of powerful intercession that's aimed right at the bullseye of God's will for the situation. All right? Romans 8, 26-27, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. How many of you guys have known you need to pray for something, but you just don't know what to say? This happens a lot. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us. How many of you guys think that if the Holy Spirit is interceding, it's going to be a powerful prayer? Way better than the ones you can whip up on your own. No, no offense. I'm just joking. Me too. All right. I'm joking, but kind of not. It's powerful. He's the best prayer this world's ever seen. All right. The Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And I, I did describe to you, I think, last week that there are other types of groaning, intercessory, travail prayers that are not necessarily praying in tongues, but uh, that the Holy Spirit moves that this also could apply to, but yet it still applies to praying in tongues, okay? Because it's the prayer of the Spirit of God. So, all right, so, and, and it says, Now he who searches hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Praying in tongues is very powerful and accurate and right on. It's the Holy Spirit praying, and you are co-laboring with him in the prayer. It's his power, your tongue, heaven, earth. Supernatural, natural. The merging of the two, boom, it's power, heaven to earth, right through you. Praying in tongues edifies your spirit. It edifies, that word edify means to build up. So it means to strengthen and make bigger and stronger. So praying in tongues actually makes your spirit man stronger and more powerful. All right, 1 Corinthians 14, 4. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. That was pretty straightforward. All right, it also builds up, builds you up, on your most holy faith, all right? If you want to grow in faith and be built up on the most holy faith, pray in tongues. It builds your spirit, man, and strengthens your faith. Isn't that awesome, all right? And it also helps to preserve you from deception and to help keep you grounded. And I talked a lot about this last week. It helps you stay in the love of God, okay? Tongues. The book of Jude, which is one chapter, is a, I, I taught on this last week. It's, a, it's warnings to Christians to keep yourself grounded in Christ, and it goes into all the kind of things that the enemy is trying to sow into the church 
to sow division and deception and to break all that God's doing in his body, all right? And, and then he goes from saying all that to this verse, Jude 20 and 21. It says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy, holy faith, praying in the Spirit, all right? So, so praying in the Spirit is what causes that, all right? Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. So tongues, according to that, again, it builds you up on your most holy faith. It helps preserve you from deception and help keep you grounded in truth, in, in the love of Christ. And it helps keep you in the love of God. I'm not saying tongues is the only way to do that. I'm saying it's a tool, a weapon, it's something that God has gifted you with, should you believe for it, to help assist you with being grounded in these things. Okay? You guys good? Speaking in tongues speaks mysteries to God. Whoa. Mysteries. I want to say that God has a lot of mystery to him. And there's a lot of people who think that they've got God figured out. All right? People think they've got God figured out or they put the pressure on themselves and other people to have them all figured out. You will never be able to figure God out. If you have, you have just reduced him to your size, and that's not a God I want to worship. I'm sorry, <laughs> all right? But, but he's bigger, he's beyond our comprehension, and we've got to be okay with the fact that there's mystery. There's, there's things beyond our comprehension. And, but praying in tongues is actually praying to God and speaking mysteries to him. You're, you're literally partnering with the mysteries of God in praying in the Spirit. <laughs> Come on. I, I, would even, I would even offer this thought, that praying in tongues is probably going to actually help bring enlightenment in the mystery realm. Pretty awesome. Praying in tongues is a gateway to the spirit realm. It's a gateway to the spirit realm. I don't know that I have a specific verse for that one right off, but I know it by lots of experience, and it just makes sense with everything else we're talking about. It's a gateway to the spirit realm because it helps you become engaged with that realm. Physical, you're a physical body, you're a soul and your spirit, but tongues engages you with the Holy Spirit and the flow of that river, and it helps open you up into a realm that your body doesn't quite understand. Okay? Praying in tongues stokes fire. <laughs> it stokes fire. How many of you guys think that the fire of God is needed? Fire. Fire. I want more fire in my life. Fire is power. All right? Fire. It activates anointing. It's a, it, and praying in tongues can even be a key to help activate other gifts of the Holy Spirit. The more you do it, the more in tune you get, the more you start flowing with the Spirit and you start identifying, whoa, He actually has given me this thing. I can operate in something else. It, helps, it actually helps uh, tutor you in the gifts of the Spirit. Come on. In Acts 2.3, on the day of Pentecost, it says, There appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. 
and one sat upon each of them. Tongues of fire. Where did it come from? Heaven. Why? Because heaven has fire. There's fire at the throne of God. And he, 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 he released it in Pentecost through the Holy Ghost. Come on. They, they got tongues of fire and then they began speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit gave them utterance. Whoa. I want you to, let's actually just take a second and pray in the Spirit again. I want you to, while you're doing it, I want you to, to just connect with the fact that there's fire from heaven in it. You're actually connecting with the fire of God's holy presence. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's good. All right, 2 Timothy 1.6. Paul's talking to his spiritual son, Timothy. And he says, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. All right? Now, again, this is not specifically talking about tongues, but he's talking about a fire that's within you, and you get to fan that thing into flame. Like there is a fire in every Christian who's born again, but, it, but it's partially, if not primarily, up to you to determine how big that fire gets because God will take it all the way. Fan in the, fi in the fire, the flame of the gift of God that you received. Whoa. And you think about fire, and you think about tongues of fire, and you just start seeing there's spiritual connections between these things. Praying in tongues helps you fan that flame into fire. That fi the fan it into flame. It's not the only way, but it is a powerful way. Amen? Psalms 104.4 says, it's talking about God who makes his angels spirits or winds. And uh, I lost my spot. <laughs> that was like flowing powerfully until I lost my place. He makes his angels spirits or winds. Ruach. <sighs> winds his ministers a flame of fire. So the angels are actually coming from the throne of God as flames of fire. And they minister to us. Whoa. And you have a gift inside of you through the Holy Spirit, if you believe, that connects with the fire of God. Come on, that's awesome. And, and 1 Corinthians 13.1 says that, we, that if I speak in tongues with, of men and angels, so it's connecting even the tongues with the angelic realm where the ministers of fire come from. So there's something that connects us with the fire of God and the angelic praying in the Spirit. I'll bet there's more going on in the spirit realm than you have any clue. Praying in tongues brings a breaker anointing. Breaker anointing. It breaks through bondages and chains. Breaks through resistance. Breaks through walls that have been set up against the destinies and the, and the will of God for people's lives and for churches. Come on. Remember our intercessions last week and we're already starting to see some breakthrough? There's her testimony. It's proof. 
okay? And if your most holy faith gets built up by praying in the Spirit, imagine that when you're praying in the Spirit and you're targeting something specific that needs breakthrough for, your faith is actually getting stronger in partnering with God's will through the prayer. So your faith partnered with His will is a powerful intercession that brings breakthrough. Good stuff. Praying in tongues can also be a powerful weapon in spiritual warfare. Yet it's a way that can keep you safe so that we don't do like what the sons of Sceva did, which is taking initiative on my own when God's not leading me to, to go try to put up a battle against demons. Like, it actually is a safe way. I talked about this, I think, last week. But, um, but, but like, you've got to be careful when you're trying to get into the face of the devil, all right? You want to do it by the leading of the Lord and not on your own, all right, if you're going to do it. But when you're praying in tongues, there can be powerful releases of, of authority from heaven that you may not even know what's being said, but, but it's crashing into principalities at times and bondages. And I, I told you guys my testimony of that on um, that one time. But the thing that's cool about tongues is that you're praying a perfect prayer that's under, it's in stealth mode because the devil doesn't even know what you're praying because the only way to interpret tongues is by a gift of the Holy Spirit who the devil does not have. So he can't, he doesn't understand Yet you're releasing prayer, and he doesn't know what to do with it. It's powerful. Come on. Praying in tongues shifts atmospheres, and it opens the heavens. Sometimes we've been doing these altar prayer times, and people are in here sometimes praying in the Spirit. And, and, and I, sometimes I'll be praying in the Spirit. You can just feel things moving in the room, in the spirit realm. Bringing heaven in, shifting the atmospheres. Hope you're doing it at home too. Hope you're doing it at home too. Pray, praying, I, I heard last week an awesome testimony of praying around the whole property and, and, and starting to catch... Um, the, the realization that God's been actually releasing angels posted around the place. Come on. That's powerful. That's powerful. Praying in the Spirit. Sometimes you got somebody in your home who, who uh, they're struggling with sin or, or there's not good things going on in their heart. Maybe, I mean, you got to use wisdom here. Maybe going and praying in the spirit in their bedroom when they're not watching. You're going in that stealth mode, right? You're releasing the blessing of heaven on them. Shandarabaka, all over that pillow. Shindaraba. God can do some crazy stuff with that. <laughs> Shifting atmospheres that are demonically inspired because of people being rebellious against the Lord or whatever, but, but that doesn't stop God. You can shift the atmosphere. He will never violate somebody's will. However, he can certainly come in with great power and disarm the enemies that are sowing th seeds into that will. 
Good stuff, huh? Praying in tongues can sharpen your spiritual senses. The more you do it, the more it's helping to sharpen spiritual senses. I'm going to read a verse that is not talking about tongues, but this applies amazingly. It's, it's Hebrews 5.14. It says, But solid food belongs to those who are full, who are of full age. And this is not talking about your, your earthly age. It's, you're talking about, it's talking about being mature in the spirit. That is, those who, by reason of use of their senses, exercised to discern both good and evil. All right? But the Lord, the Holy Spirit wants to help us sharpen our spiritual senses so that we can become more discerning. And this isn't just about discerning spirits for the sake of going around finding out what kind of demons people have in them. There's a, there's a time and a place for that, but that is not the primary use of this, okay? We can maybe teach on that sometime. But, but, but the Holy Spirit helping fine-tune your spiritual senses so that you become more aware of God and what He's doing. Okay? Your natural senses are sight, hearing, sound, or feeling, smell, taste. Okay? And in the Spirit, the Lord can actually sharpen your spiritual senses and, and you, you, you start learning... The more in tune you get, the more, the more you start being able to perceive things in the spirit realm. You start hearing the, the voice of our shepherd. He, sa he says, I'm, I'm a shepherd, you're my sheep, and my sheep know my voice. <laughs> it, it helps you hone in to hearing his voice more clearly. You start feeling his presence more. You, you, sometimes, I hear of this less, but I know it's real, smelling his presence I've smelled it, and it always smells good. <laughs> There's other smells that you might discern sometimes, but that often comes from your physical senses. So, <laughs> anyway, but the Holy Spirit wants to help hone our senses so that we become more aware of the spirit realm. Oh, taste was another one. Taste and see that the Lord is good, right? Taste. And, and I've heard people who, who discern things by tastes as well. And, and then there's other senses that the Holy Spirit probably would give people that are outside of that boundary, all right? I mean, intuition is, is one that can happen regularly. Another use of tongues would be worship. And in 1 Corinthians 14, it talks about singing in the Spirit, okay? Singing in the Spirit. In Ephesians 5, it, it, talk, it talks about, uh, it says, Do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I love it when the Holy Spirit makes us drunk, though. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. So there's, there's actually a, a singing in tongues as well. It's a worship to the Lord. So tongues has a lot, of, a lot of great qualities to it, amen? When we pray in spirit, these are some challenges I think I'd want to give us on this. Um, when you're praying in the spirit, practice it and grow in it. Because often, like most things, it starts off like a baby learn how to walk, right? Like, or a baby learn how to talk. Like it, you, you got to give yourself grace to not have mastered something that's new to you. So 
So just but do it. Like, be good with it. Do it. If it sounds like baby babble, go for it. Just do it and keep doing it. Keep doing it and you'll grow. And the more you do it, the more it matures and the more fluent you become. And the more you get fluent with it, you may start realizing that your tongue languages actually can change at different times. I've heard mine change many times throughout my years. Sometimes for different situations it changes. Practice doing it like you're actually speaking a language. I talked to you guys about my testimony on that. The, the, like, like, don't just do it robotic. You sound like you're rapping a, a chant in African language. No, like get into it. Like, like speak, your, speak it like a language. Put emphasis. Uh, different sentences might be different sizes. And, and sometimes there's great authority and it needs boldness. And sometimes there's sensitivity and there needs to be a sweetness to it. But the, the different vast array of different things, like the Holy Spirit wants to help us to grow in the flow. Amen? Okay. Engage it with faith. Engage it with faith, all right? You, you, faith is what actually makes it supernatural. You could, you, you could have the most amazing tongue in the world and have no faith on it. It's probably powerless. And you could probably have the most baby-sounding thing and put faith on it. It's the most powerful thing anybody's ever been around. It's your faith that makes it supernatural, Okay? And Jesus said these signs will follow those who believe. They will speak with new tongues. So faith is what actually activates the thing. When you do it, do it in intimacy with the Holy Spirit. And, the, and know that the, the river of God is literally flowing through you. You're engaged with his presence while you're doing it. <laughs> Come on. When you do it, know that he's praying through you because as the Spirit is giving you utterance, amen? It's a perfect prayer he's praying through you. He's praying, you're praying the will of God, so let your mind be on these things and it'll help you stay connected with the absolute dunamis power of this. All right? You guys okay? When you're praying in the Spirit, let it be a time to hone in your spiritual senses so you're you're starting to try to observe your senses and see if you start noticing things. And, and do it, let it be a time where you eliminate mental distractions so that you're not, uh, like, like I can be watching a show and family feud, like no, like, like get in on this thing. Do it with your mind and your spirit and your body all at the same time, amen? And so, and, and let, it, let it be a time to help bring you clarity of focus and to strengthen your spirit man and, and, and do it believing that you're creating open heavens around you. Your spirit will eventually be able to detect what God is trying to manifest and reveal to you. Come on. These are the things you guys are hungry for. Tongues is, a, is an access point to these things, right? It's a discipline that you can have. Jesus, who is the Word made manifest, right? John 1. He's the Word made manifest. So you should trust that your tongues are declaring words that your mind don't understand. 
but your spirit does, and that it is increasing his manifestation through your words. You praying in tongues, start believing that it's actually giving Jesus a place to manifest into. Come on. Sometimes it is a good thing to ask the Holy Spirit to give you interpretation. That's a whole nother series probably. That might be a 20-foot plank on its own. But, but 1 Corinthians 14, 13 says, Therefore let him who speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. Now I want to say that the context of that is actually in the context of prophesying a word to a congregation and needing the interpretation for it to, to make it a prophetic word, right? But, but it still is an invitation, even in your prayers, you can ask the Holy Spirit to give you interpretation of what you're praying into so that you can agree with that in your language. Interpretations of tongues can come in different levels, too. And, some, and sometimes the interpretation of tongues might be a, a profound verbatim translation. All right? Translation. I, I remember one time when I was a teenager, I went to a, a youth conference at Willie George Ministries down in Oklahoma. And somebody spoke in the microphone a tongue. It was long and it rhymed. It was a perfect, almost like a rap. They didn't have a drum beat going, but it, but it, it flowed like that, and it sounded profound. And then somebody else grabbed the microphone, I think it was on their ministry team, and he started giving a verbatim um, interpretation, and it was profound, and it rhymed with a rhythm like the rap. It was crazy. That's, I mean, that's crazy. That's like a high-level interpretation. But, and, and so you can believe that those kind of things can happen. But, but there's no pressure for it to be that level, all right? Because sometimes the Holy Spirit will give, you, um, he'll, he'll give you insights into what you're praying. It might not be word for word, but it might be the theme of it. And you can, you can trust that the Lord's given you insight into what you're praying so you can make, make declarations in your own language too, okay? You guys Okay. And then, then let's try to make it a habit. Let's try to make it a habit. Paul said, I thank God I pray in tongues more than all y'all. Because he knew that it was important to be doing it on a regular basis because he's building up his spirit man. Amen? I, I would encourage you guys um, that when you pray in the spirit to, to go long enough at times, not, I don't mean every time, but do it sometimes, Going long enough to break past when your flesh wants to quit. Because your flesh will want you to quit way before the Holy Spirit's done sometimes. And sometimes that is, it's past the point of when your flesh wants to go that you're going to really start getting into the power of the thing. Okay? So get, do it long enough to get in sync with God's mood and the prayer and pray accordingly. Do it long enough to gain clarity of the spirit realm and his presence. Do it long enough to start getting spiritual insights while you're praying. All right? And then, then, then go until your spirit feels released, not your flesh. After you pass the flesh and you get into the, the richness of it, 
then your spirit will know when you're done. All right, I'm not saying this has to be the way it is every time. I'm, I'm inviting you into, into creating moments in your life where tongues becomes a, a part of your spiritual diet, and it'll take you to places you've never been before in your spiritual walk. Amen? <laughs> All right. I'm coming, coming close here. I'm, I'm not going to saw another leg off this, this board here. You guys got to let me finish this. Stop telling me about Shoney's. Sometimes I see it in your eyes, all right? You got to give me, you got to let me finish this. All right. I, I think that probably most people in this room already have a prayer language. And so I, I honor that in case there's anybody who doesn't have one yet, or if there's anybody who's going to be listening online or on the podcast, I do want to, I do want to take a moment to just speak into receiving your prayer language. I don't know if I've ever done this part before. I, I, it's, it's not going to just happen to you probably. If you, like you, some people will say, I'll do it when it happens to me. All right? And, and that's not bad, but, but I just want to help you understand how, how God works. I, I actually have a person in my family who... Um, he, he's never really wanted tongues, but he loves Jesus with all his heart. And he, he told me one time years ago, he said, if the Holy Spirit wants to give me tongues, I'm all about it because I, I, I'm, I'm God's servant. And so if the Holy Spirit falls on me and he starts moving my mouth and my tongue, I, I'm going to receive it and it's going to be powerful. It's great. And, but the problem is that's not almost always, that's not how God works. Okay. God doesn't do that. So it's a, it's a rare thing that the Holy Spirit will possess a person and overtake them. Okay? The devil will, not God. All right? Um, it goes against God's nature. He would not want to violate somebody's will. Okay? He, the, the fruit of the Spirit is self-control, not God's control. Okay? So the Holy Spirit doesn't want to control us and violate where our heart is on things, especially when it comes to such intimate and powerful things like that. And, and when it comes, it may come with a powerful, dynamic, fiery encounter. That happened to my brother. In the middle of the night, he woke up on fire and started praying in the Spirit. But some people never felt a thing. And they, and they had to trust that God gave them something that they didn't feel. And the Bible says that we walk by faith, not by sight. You could also say we walk by faith, not by feeling. Or we walk by faith, not by natural senses, right? The, the, it, it requires a belief in Christ in order to activate the things he's trying to bring to us from the spirit realm into the natural realm. Faith is what lays hold of that thing. So faith is actually a decision to believe and to receive and then to engage with that thing, okay? And it, again, it says in Mark 16, Jesus said, these signs will follow those who believe they will speak in tongues. All right, so it actually takes us believing and to engage with this thing. And, and faith often means that we're not just... I can't just say, I, I believe in that, 
No, to God, faith isn't I believe in something. It's I'm believing for something and with something. I'm going to put myself into it, which means I got to make action. So faith usually equals risk. Okay? It, It requires a partnership where I'm going to choose to start speaking something out to make this thing happen. He he co-labors with us. You guys get the point here? Holy Spirit flows in, and then he makes it supernatural by our faith. So you don't want to let fear hold you back from anything that God's trying to bring you into. Don't let shame hold you back. Uh, you You got to know that it's your choice, okay? It's your choice, and you got to know that that the Lord would have you to believe for it and then to step out in faith and then to practice the action of it, all right? So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be done with that part right there. And, and we're going to come close to this um, closing time. How many of you guys are getting anything out of any of this? All right? What, somebody shout out at me. What are you getting out of this that's actually helping you? Clarity? Awesome. Encouragement? Huh? Encouragement? Understanding? It's practical. Come on. So, so speaking in tongues is like riding the wave on a surfboard. You're fluent. It's Holy Spirit pushing you, but... But the tongue is like the partnership that you're engaging with it. That's good. Anybody else? Is, is anybody getting motivated to use your gift in a powerful way? Well, that's good because that's what I want. In, in Acts 19.6, um, it says Paul laid his hands on them and the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in tongues and they prophesied. All right. So they got, these are people who just got saved for the first time. They were, and, and then they, he laid hands on them. They got baptized in the Holy Ghost. They got tongues. And they got prophecy. Come on. All right? And so here, here's where I'm going right now. Here's where I'm going. Uh, I'm gonna, I want to pray for an impartation, especially if you don't have your prayer language yet and you want it. This is a moment for you. If you want it and you believe. I don't, I don't want to not give you this moment, okay? And so... And I'm gonna play. I'm gonna pray. Sorry, play a prayer by my friend Chris Kildosher. I played his his testimony last week. He's gonna pray over you. But I, I also wanna uh, before we close, I wanna have a time where we pray in tongues together and engage with this, and then we can lay hands on anybody who wants a fresh baptism in the Holy Spirit or to be imparted to for a prayer language. Why don't you guys stand with me? All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play Chris's prayer, but I want to say this. Oh, we don't, I don't know, I thought that was going to be music starting, sorry. Um, that was awesome. Maybe that was a tongue, a computer tongue prayer. That, <laughs> all right, if you want God to touch you and impart to you the gift of tongues, then I want you to, I want you to just posture your heart in a faith receive posture right now. Trust the Lord to come and release something into you. 
We're going to open the front soon if anybody wants to come and have hands laid on you. And, and you can also, if you want a fresh baptism in the Holy Ghost, I hope you do. I want one too. Then, then receive right now too because we're, we're going to release impartations, baptisms. You guys ready? So let this prayer be powerful to you right now. Say this with me, Jesus. You are the Savior, the healer, and the deliverer. You are also the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. I renounce all false teaching that says I cannot speak with new tongues. God, say with me, God, you don't leave me out. God, you're no respecter of persons. You give the Holy Spirit to me freely as a gift. I renounce false teaching that says I cannot speak with new tongues. I forgive those that I've offended. I forgive those that I've lived in offense to. And I receive by faith now the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to pray for you now, friends. Lift your hands. In the name of Jesus, be filled, be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Receive, receive, receive. Begin to speak, begin to speak, begin to praise, begin to praise, begin to thank, begin to thank, begin to praise, begin to praise, begin to praise, begin to praise, begin to praise. Receive, receive, receive. Receive joy. Receive and speak with new tongues now in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. Yeah, that's the guy that last week I shared his testimony. He's in Israel, and he started praying in tongues, and it was 100% Hebrew. The person started declaring the mysteries of God. And he, he's, this guy's an evangelist. He's seeing healings and deliverances and salvations, baptisms in the Holy Spirit. Everywhere he's going, they, they baptize people in the water, and they come out speaking in tongues. Come on. So I want you guys right now... Just to, let's pray in the Spirit. If you are receiving a prayer language, I want you to just, just let the Holy Spirit start moving in you right now. I'm going to ask any of my leadership team who's able to come up here, or the prayer team who's able to be up here. Um, just pray in the Spirit for a moment. Thank you, Lord. If, if you were, you just keep praying in the Spirit. If you were wanting to receive a prayer language and you don't know if you got it yet or not, I just want uh, to ask you to just to quiet your mind and just listen in to your spirit, your heart connection with the Lord. And whether it happens now or soon, you'll probably start noticing um, sounds inside like like different syllables that you might want to say and it might sound foolish but you're not focusing with your mind but with your faith and speak it out keep praying guys speak it out by faith don't worry about what it sounds like just trust that the lord is the one who makes it powerful